I woke up in the morning and the sun broke through the open curtains the birds sang too and they said this is a day to celebrate the save of the future paper. Hello, hello. Welcome back to PS We Have No Plan. I'm Peyton Smith. And I'm Emily McManus. And we're happy you tuned in today. Thank you. Woo! Um... We're back. We're back in action. We are back. Yes. And we have a fun episode planned. We're going to talk all things relationships, love. I don't know all of that. Um, the ins, the outs, the goods, the bads. Ugh, seriously. Our, our fears, you know, our fears yes. of them are, you know, I know that's something you and I have always related on, like the fear of commitment. I know. Right. And, yeah. but first I want to hear a little bit about your week. I, I've had such a weird week. So I'm my little sister and I have this walk that we go on. And every time we're there, we're like, we feel like we have a fucking spiritual awakening. We're like, something's going on. Are we Harry Potter? Like magic's in the air. I don't it's just like those weird feelings we see, like weird things. We see tons of butterflies, which apparently are good luck. We yeah. I, I saw like ladybugs. I saw a black cat today. I'm like, is this good or bad? I don't know. <laughs> and now I'm really in my own head and I'm a little nervous and I'm getting a little suspicious. I don't know. Take it. I always take it as a good sign. I know there's sometimes like people say bad cat is good luck or a black crow. I always take those things as a good sign. Like I think okay. a black crow, I say, Oh, my grandparents are visiting me. Like for so oh, I always cute. see that. Yeah. But I okay. mean I love this though. That's th- I feel like that's neat. Do you feel uneasy during the walks? Or are you like, this is special? No, not it's sure. special. It's usually special because we're usually dreaming about something, talking about like a big, our big dreams in life. And then we'll see like weird random things throughout. I, it's sort of hard to explain. It's like, we'll see repeat like numbers everywhere. We'll see yeah, yeah, these weird animals or creatures are like today I was walking around, there was a whole photo shoot happening outside of someone's house. And I was like, that's so random. But does that does that make you naturally go to a thought or a dream in your mind or something that you've been kind of manifesting or just kind of putting a lot of energy into? Do these signs line up to anything for you maybe. in the moment? Not in the I, I can't. I can't determine it right now, yeah, but I no, feel like okay. maybe, and maybe this is, would be fun to bring on like a psychic to this podcast and just have yes. them do a whole fun reading. Cause it's just, it's fun to sort of dream, but I think, um, yeah, I, I think it is also easy for me personally to get in my head. I took a mental health day from work. I think I texted you. Yeah. I was just woke up just stressed about work. And I'm like, I don't even give, I'm very happy about my job and my team and I'm grateful, but I don't give a fuck about corporate life. I just don't. I don't care. And so when I stress too much, I'm like, take a reset, take a day. And I just texted everyone. I'm like, I'm I'm sick. I need to have a day. Good for you, Peyton. I'm I'm proud of you for doing that because those, I think those days are really hard to take because I don't. There's still a weird feeling about taking mental health days, and maybe that's just me. I don't know, but it's hard to be like. What what is that fine line of saying you're fine, push through, like yes. just get through the day, or like no, you really do need this break in the day and take yep. it. Yep, exactly. And I I thought back, I'm like I haven't taken a break since London when back in May. So I'm like, you know what? I've not taken a day off in a while. I'm gonna just do it. I'm allotted a certain amount of days anyways. So yeah. and you had COVID, so that doesn't yeah. count as <laughs> mental health day. It's not a break. That was not a break. That was like <sighs> major stress more. 
I know. So it's been a it's been a wonderful day. I've been watching lots of Gilmore Girls. I went grocery shopping, went for a long walk, did a nice skincare and face mask. It's just like mm-hmm. sometimes needed. But how was your how was your day Very slash week? So. Um, you know what? Week has been great. Day a shitstorm at at work. <laughs> So basically, our work is <laughs> shitty, and we just want to do fun things. Exactly. In and so that's why we're putting all of our eggs in the PS We Have No Plan bucket, because you know what? Fuck the rest. <laughs> good juju. Maybe that's the good luck I've been seeing Honestly, this week. maybe it is. The photo shoot. We need to do a photo shoot. Who freaking knows? But yes, knows? like you said, corporate world, you're not here for it. I'm not here for this either. And I know this is me. We're very fortunate to like even say we want to be our own um, own boss one day. But you know what? I fucking do. Me too. I I will take it on. I (sighs) will take on everything because having to still not make the decisions how you would is so hard. And seeing people take advantage of situations, that's what I'm dealing with today, is just so maddening. And I know how I would handle it differently. I feel like it's interesting. We're both experiencing these kind of weird things at work where we're frustrated and fed up in a lot of ways. And then at the same time, we hit 100 followers on Instagram for this podcast. We got on a couple more streaming services. Like we, you know, we've been really consistent. We have 10 episodes, like all these different accomplishments about this, which is kind of cool. And maybe a sign like we need to continue feeling this thing because who I knows believe in that. no for sure I actually this might be our 12th episode <gasps> once this goes live on Thursdays <laughs> I'm right there with you I am enjoying the energy that we are putting into this in our thoughts when and knowing when we do have busier busy days and busy weeks and and you know just f- full disclosure your weeks are definitely more tense and dizzy dizzy <laughs> Busy than and, mine. And dizzy, yeah. And, yeah, and <laughs> mine are pretty dizzy, though, too, let me tell you. Um, but just that we've continued to make the time and dedicate it to each other. And this, it, it, to be honest with you, it means a lot to me that you're still, that you do that. <laughs> Vice it, versa. Well, thank you. I'm very proud of ourselves. Over 100 people now care enough to just see what we're talking about each day is huge. It's really, and that's really all huge. It, it's one at a time, right? Yep. And we gained 10 more on TikTok. So it's all these Ugh. little accomplishments we're really grateful for, for everyone listening who takes the time to like a photo, follow along. Like it truly means a lot to us both. So thank you. It does. We're not stopping. Nope. So um... get used to it. We're here. <laughs> I was just talking to Jeff about it and talking about my shit show of a day at work. And he was just like, he was trying to give me like, um, devil's advocate advice on it. I'm like, no, 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 no. Please don't do that. I just need you to, I, I, I realized that maybe like before all this happened, like perhaps it could have played out differently, but it didn't. So I just need you to listen right here. And his, I kept saying, are you there? Cause I thought his phone was like stopping or disconnected. He's like, yeah, I'm here. I'm like, he, he literally takes at least a five second pause between answering. And I'm like, how, how do you do this? How I need you to answer, please, please answer me. He goes, I'm thinking about my answer. And so this (laughs) is my um, segue into our episode of relationships and marriage can be hard. I love it. That is such a great (laughs) bridge because it's, it is, 
very hard. And I know a lot of my friends and I, I feel like we can go a bunch of different ways with this and we can make this a series as well, like yeah, updates on that. married life. Cause it's, it is a, it's a journey like anything else, but a lot of my friends at this age are still single and I was one of the first to get married. And so I think this is been it was a very heavy thing for me to talk about of like committed relationships and marriage and what that means and I think to a point it almost blew it up in my head because it's not largely that different no I (laughs) it's I relate 1001 million percent because I'm in the exact same boat most of my friends are single as well and I was the first to be in a committed long relationship and that was I think that was one of my hard hurdles to get over is just knowing like, oh, my time is now dedicated to somebody else in a different way. And when the girls are all going out, sometimes I can't because there's something else going on in my life or, you know, any anything like that in my mind definitely trailed with it. And it it snowballed and it made it hard. And another thing for me that was really difficult was I'm I'm a daddy's girl. Like I am through and through. And so to me, it felt like I wasn't going to be my dad's little girl anymore. And that to me was the hardest thing. Like I almost threw up on the way to his married. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like, um, you're put, making this all up in your head. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> no, no. but it's it tough. Can, it can feel intense. No, I I'm with you. I'm with you. And I think for many different reasons, it's an intense thing to commit to someone in that way. I also feel both of us really are find our worth in being relatable and being like an advice giver and a, and a caregiver. And like, for me, that was really hard. I felt unrelatable to yeah. my friends and okay. I felt for whatever reason, I'm like, when they're talking about dating apps and scrolling through hinge, I had never even seen the hinge interface. I was like, I don't even know what this looks like. What do you mean? Scroll through? Like, what is the, I felt so uh, out of the loop. Yeah. Just sort of out of the, and that's just my thing is I like staying present. I work for a social media company. I love staying on top of everything. I'm feeling unrelatable was not fun. (laughs) No, not at all. And that's so interesting that you say that for sure, because I, definitely feel out of the loop and a lot of times with my core group of girlfriends and it's nothing that they do it's me mm-hmm. just not being able to relate what their life looks like right now in that sense and i'm sure that they probably feel a little bit of disconnect with me in in that in that part of their lives as well and it's it's i think it's really normal because obviously we're not the only ones going through this but like it's difficult when something changes so drastically and big in your life. And I do feel like you and I as well, our purpose and identity means a lot to us in, in a sense. It's it's de- definitely our guiding light. And I've learned a lot through the last few years that my work is not my identity, but I've Same. also had to work on my relationship is not my identity. Same. Right? Because I've never been a codependent person. If anything, I've been a little bit too independent. And when actually just when we started dating, like that was hard for me because all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, do I have to like tell him what I'm doing? Do I have to invite him to everything? Like, how does this work? It was just a very foreign because it was my first and only like serious relationship. Me too. (laughs) Who are we? I don't know. For the two girls that are non-committal, we really committed. (laughs) 
I know that is so interesting. And a lot of the representation of marriage and movies and TV shows and my own parents' marriage and, and grandparents and honestly, all the marriages that I was seeing, I was like, I don't relate to this. I don't feel this way. I don't want to act that way to my partner. I don't even know if I want, like, that's what tripped me up. And, and I think, thank God I met a person like Luke who was like, we, we define it ourselves. That's Peyton and Luke is going to look different than everyone else. And that's how it should be. If you look like a cookie cookie cutter version of someone else, I don't know how healthy that is. So it's like you define your own relationship, but that also takes a lot of time and care. And it's really tough when you're going through something and you feel like you're the only one going through it. Right. So there's like reverse sides of that. Absolutely. No, I relate on that level so much. I'm so fortunate. Jeff is a Luke and Luke is a Jeff. Like they, they don't need to follow a guideline or a rule or anything. And that just helps us be more of who we are for sure. But when the outside world is kind of showing you different, like you're saying, TV shows, movies, you know, the only examples that we see of relationships or even like internal friends or family members trying to be like, well, why are you doing this? Like, that's not the way it should go. That does make it difficult. Like this is just a, for example, next year I'm taking eight weeks all by myself and going to Europe. And I'm just going to, I'm very excited. So fun. So, so fun. Right. But I've always wanted to live there and I've always wanted to have this experience and I haven't yet. And in the future, if we want to have a kid, that makes it a little bit more difficult to do those kinds of things. You know, it might be frowned upon me leaving my kid for two or three months, but also (laughs) I don't really care. Um, (laughs) But it's, it's those things then that some people are then not passing judgment, but are saying, why would you do that? Why would you go without your spouse? Why would you want to not be together? Why do you, you know, why, why, why? And it's like, well, because I do. And that should be a good enough answer, right? Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. This is wild. This is exactly what I was thinking about when I was thinking about this episode, that exact feeling. Like, I feel like it is such a precious thing. My love with Luke and everyone's love with their partner. I almost don't want to open it up. I almost don't want to share with friends and family what's going on because I worry about the judgment and not because I think it's going to impact me, but it pisses me off. Cause I'm like, you just don't understand if I'm reeling. like Luke's been very busy at work. He's a doctor. He's not home and around all the time. I don't know the last time we've gone on a date, but I feel very fine with that. This is the stage of life we're in. I don't need to be wined and dined all the time. Like I'm okay. Carving my own career path, getting into all these passion projects, hanging out with my dog. And like some of my friends are like, well, like how frequently are you having sex? Like what is the, yeah. what's the intimacy like? And how do you hang out? And what's your quality time? And all these really personal questions, which I get, they're my best friends, but I'm like, none of your fucking business. <laughs> no, no. I always have felt like that with questions like that. Like yes. I am not, I am not someone that has ever talked about stuff like that, like intimacy and sex and everything like that. That's always been, that's my business. Yeah. That's my, I don't feel the need to talk about that. Like I, I find really that so strange. agree. And not that if you do go for it, go for it, go for it. But I, and it sounds like you were, we just, that's not in our, um, that's not aligning with our chi. And so 
when people do say stuff like that, to me, it seems intrusive. I totally agree. And I think the difficult thing about at least my relationship, it's coming up on 10 years. I met him when I was 17 years old. And so first serious thing ever, first love, first anything. And so at that time I was like, how do you do this? And how do you do that? And my friends and I would talk about like, as college girls do, like, how was the hookup? How was this? Or is he a good kisser? And so it it started as this thing that was a shared thing. And I would talk about it and it was exciting to talk about. It. it was exciting to go through it with my friends. And now it almost feels like a separate relationship. And it feels like something I just don't want to open up to as much. And I don't know why that is, but it feels I'm much more precious about it. I'm much more mm-hmm. sensitive. I'm much more restrictive with what I share. I don't know. Well, do you think maybe that's just an like an aftermath of just growing up and just maybe. changing a little bit and maturing and just getting more confident in your relationship, you know, and I don't mean you weren't ever confident in your relationship or just no. more like comfortable and like, you're like, it's so easy to see a relationship from the outside. And I've, I've definitely been guilty of this as well, but I hope that I haven't projected it. Like sometimes people do on me and it's, and sometimes people do on you. And I, I don't think it's ever, um, mean spirited in a sense. I think people mm-hmm. are just genuinely interested, just I like, think so too. I am in tabloid gossip, you know, like you just can't help but be interested in certain things, but it's not something that you understand until you kind of get there on your own. And if you're a very private person in that sense, like with your relationship, it's definitely a hard thing to um, share. Yep. I totally agree. And I sometimes see people feel valid feel validated by my experience. Like if they're not living life, like, or right. Or, or feel lesser than because of the experience I'm going Mm -hmm. through with Luke. And that doesn't, yeah, to your point, it's just, it's such a sensitive thing. And, and as you get older, it's even more sensitive and people have a lot of different personal issues with relationships. And a lot of people have, there's a lot of pressure on women. I'm, it's hard to be the married one and come to people, come to the table table and be like this Right. And you're, yeah. and you want to, you want to share and you want to talk about it, but you also feel like, is this Can okay I to share? Yes. Absolutely. Or if there's like a question or if somebody just started dating somebody, you feel like, oh, maybe the one asked me, but then also maybe not. Like, it's just such yep. a very different vibe. Yes. Yes. Agreed. And I honestly think this is the piece of my life that I'm most insecure about, which feels so strange to say, because like I said, I've been with this person 10 years. I feel very secure with him. I'm no doubts with like my marriage, but what I mean is the perception of it, like the perception of, of my marriage, whether it's positive or negative, like a lot of my New York coworkers are shocked that I'm married and it's like, you're married. And it's, are you Southern? Are you religious? Like it's all these questions where I'm like, no, I'm just in love. And like, we were in a good place and we've been together 10 years and it just felt like the right, right. right? It's it's almost like the opposite judgment. So it's, and then some people are like, oh, all I want is a husband and I can't wait for that day. And either way, I'm sort of like, I it's, I don't even know if it's insecurity, but it feels, it feels the only thing I'm very defensive of. Like with, I get that. It, you probably feel like you're being closed in from both sides. Like, yes, it's, it's just coming at you. 
it's fucking hard. It's it's hard for anything in life when you're getting when you feel like you're getting judgment from both sides and you're like, I just can't win. I can't yes. win. And yes. there's no reason why this should be even a topic. Agreed. I agree and with that. It's so and it's I always go back to this, and I'm sure people are so bored of me hearing it <clears throat> or me saying it, but our lives are so parallel in so many ways and mirrored. And I really enjoy that about our relationship. But I have a very similar, you know, function with mine. Jeff's on the road all the time. You know, I can't tell you the last time we had like a proper date or anything like that. And it doesn't really even cross my mind. Me neither. No, I know people talk about we have a date every week or every other week. I'm like, "Mm, well, that's great. But it doesn't even cross my mind. And also like he was home for a half a day this week. You know, and that's just the way it goes. And when they're busy, they're busy because you know what? We're fucking busy too. We have things exactly. on. And I don't have time to sit around and wish that he was here. There's yep. definitely moments where I wish he was, like when I went to that wedding or, you know, a Friday night when you just want to veg out. But it's just the way it goes. And you know what? When we get a night, when we get to have Cosmos and Chinese food on the couch and watch a murder documentary to me, that is a date. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Right. Like, and I think that's, it's, it's just a shift for, I think it sounds like your, your relationship with Jeff has always sort of been that where it's been. It absolutely has strange schedules, not really a lot. And, And I think, I think that's what's been hard. I would say about which I've talked to you about. Like, I think that's our, our change Mm-hmm. over the over the course of the 10 years of being together we've started as teenagers and we're always together holding hands very like in love and that was our thing and then early 20s it was really hard to identify our own we were more focused on our corporate identities and our our jobs and his school and now it's like what does marriage look like for Peyton and Luke it's it's is different and I think to your point, I like that we have space and I enjoy, yeah. I enjoy that. I don't feel like I'm missing something. Mm-mm. I feel sad at times. I miss him and I miss what we had in San Francisco, but I think it's wrapped up in, in a lot more than just missing the relationship. It, if that makes sense. It makes complete sense. I think about that as well. When, when Jeff and I were touring together, I think about that time. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a lot like you did in San Francisco. And I think about it fondly but also the good moments, uh-huh. you know, not necessarily the hardships uh-huh. of it and in what it ended as, you know, and it had to end at a certain time, but we romanticize those times. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's just full romanticized. Like I, they were really great and fun in a different, in a different um, chapter. Here we are. And I'm, I'm thankful for this space. I really am. I, I don't think that I would be able to last in a marriage if I didn't have space. I really don't. I agree. I think it's really, really healthy to do that and to find your own voice and your own life and your own identity, your own routines, all of that separate from a human is really important because you never know what's going to happen. And I think it's important even if you all stay together until you're a hundred years old, which is Mm -hmm. the goal, but you know, it's just, I do want to ask you, because this is something that I also struggle with, with relationships is sometimes I try to be so relatable that I actually, when we were talking about how you don't really share about intimate things or, or dynamics in your relationship, sometimes I will 
say things out loud where I'm like, why did I say that as a joke? Like, I'll be like, oh, I, I'll make fun of Luke or I'll make fun of something we did or all the time. Right. Or I'll say something to, to be funny. And then afterwards I'll feel sort of bad and people will be like, are you guys doing okay? I'm like, we're doing great. What do you mean? Oh, Peyton, that's a staple of our relationship. <laughs> Jeff knows it never does it for, to me. And so sometimes I'm like, oh, but my boss is always like, you're going to kick him to the curb. I'm like, you know, it time's up. Yeah. Like he's turning 40 expiration date. And he goes, why are you always mean to Jeff? I'm like, he deserves it. I'm like, and I am then I am never mean to Jeff. I mean, I put, we poke at each other so much. Our yeah. relationship is built off of sarcasm. We were friends first too. So I think that that's just absolutely a part of it. But are you kidding me? Every damn day, every day. Like I always tell him I love one of his band members more than him. <laughs> Because he's just so great. And uh, and he goes, and this is getting weird. I'm like, I know. I'm sorry. I will stop it right he's now. He's like, okay, sorry. Okay, I used so to say bad. that. I used to say that about his teammates too. I'm like, oh my God, Jack, look at him. Dream look boat. at him over there. I know. It's like, look it's at dream <laughs> Jeff does know though, if Kenny Chesney ever came calling, I would divorce him in a heartbeat, but Kenny and I would take care of Jeff. Okay. Amazing. Me and Harry right? and Luke, same thing. So. Exactly. Exactly. So don't worry. Don't get your panties in a bunch, but just know we do have backup plans. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but this actually takes me on to another topic that I was talking yes. to my girlfriend about recently. She is dating. Um, she just got out of, not just got out of, but the last couple of years, she was in a back and forth relationship with a guy that she was head over heels with. And he was a dreamboat, like a total dreamboat, but he was unavailable emotionally and everything. Ugh, and I sad. know. It was, and it was just, it wasn't going to work and it didn't work, but now she's dating a guy that is just incredible, like chef's kiss. So, so wonderful. And she loves being with him and it's wonderful, but she is scared because we, we talk that she goes, well, how do I know? Like, how do I know this is it? And also at our age, it makes you feel like, yeah, this is it. Like, why are we dating if this isn't it? So what do I do? Like, how do I navigate this? And I was just very honest with her. And I said, you know, I almost said her name, but I don't want to like go into all that. But I said, you know what? It's, this might sound crazy to a lot of people, but if, if something happened to Jeff and I, I would be very sad, but I would be okay. And at the end of the day, I think I work really hard. And sometimes maybe I have too much of a shell in certain aspects, but I would be okay. Obviously it's not what I hope for. And, you know, longevity is, is the plan and, and hope and desire. But at the end of the day, if something were to happen, I would be okay because I know that I can stand on my own two feet and I am independent and I know how to get through things. That doesn't mean it's going to be easy or anything, but I said that in a sense to just, I can relate to her because I think that there's a fear of, is this it? Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I don't I know mean, if that's like okay to say. <laughs> it is so okay to say. Okay. And I feel a lot of people feel that way. And I I totally relate to pieces and, and parts of it. But I, I have to say, I, I, for whatever reason, like Luke is my Achilles heel. Like I don't know as much as I'm like, not I'm like getting emotional. No, but it's go, like, go. I love but it. I do. I, I feel like this is as much as I know. I logically, I would be okay. I truly, that's my biggest fear is, is 
losing Luke in some mm-hmm. capacity. I just have this, he's my Achilles. He, like truly, like, I don't, I don't know how else to explain it. And I think oh, that puzzle pieces. Yeah. It feels, it feels very vital in a scary way, like a scary way where I'm like, I don't, I'm very happy having separation. I love having independent life. All the things I said are still true. And also don't know what I would do. I think that's beautiful, Peyton. And I, and that is amazing. Like that is, is it though? Is it? Yes. I feel like I do oh want to work towards no, something. No, 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 of, no, no, no. Of... Don't, 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 don't feel like you have to do that. I think that's incredible. And like I said, Michelle, sometimes I wish I had a little bit more of that because I am a very sensitive and emotional person, mm-hmm. but I can, t- I can take my emotions out of certain mm-hmm. things a little too far. And I don't want people to hear this and say like, oh, she doesn't give a fuck about her husband or like, you know, obviously not. We both love our husbands. Of course, of course, of course. But I'm able to separate things sometimes. Us having such different lives adds to that. And, you know, as I as I say that there are so many positives to our separation, there can be some negatives. And perhaps this is a negative in 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 my life. And (laughs) Jeff, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) But obviously, right? And of course, and this happens to like, you you see so, this is what we're trying to say through this whole episode is you see some, we are two different representations of marriage as much as Emily and I are so aligned with so many things in our lives, the way that we love and our relationship differs and they're different. There's a range. It doesn't mean a white picket fence and three dogs and two kids and holding hands and going on date nights every week. It also doesn't have to be you know, an open relationship where you're having sex with many different people. It can be somewhere in between or it could be either. It's just a range, right? It is. It is. And you never want to say something that would hurt your partner, which I feel like I'm backstepping a little bit, but not in a sense. Like you just, it's, it's the person you love so, so much because you chose to spend your life with them. Yeah. You know, and just that in its sense shows how deep your love is. At the end of the day, if it works for you guys, that's all that matters. Exactly. And every relationship needs different things. I love Kristen Bell and Dak Shepard. Have you seen them? No. Oh my gosh. I should send you clips. You would love them. They Please. make fun of each other all the time. They're friends first, like you and yeah. Jeff and me and Luke. Luke and I are friends first. Like I... I Sometimes I'll go through a day and forget that we're married and like, <laughs> we like sometimes we're just, we're just besties. And then I'm like, oh, okay. I should probably give you a kiss and the hug. Good night. Um, but it's, yeah. but that's, what's fun. And I, some days are more that some days are more romantic. So, mm-hmm. but Kristen and Dax are the same way. And they're so, so funny. He's a recovering alcoholic and she's this amazing actress. I mean, she's in frozen, you know, she's yeah. the voice of like, she's in, um, the good place. She's been in a ton of stuff. She's, they started a company together though. They're so funny. And her, one of her close friends is Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, obviously their relationship is very like, I love you. I could, nothing is wrong with you. You're so perfect. They're very words of affirmation couple. Just, just idolize each other, which is beautiful. It's beautiful to see. It's so sweet. It's (laughs) so cool. It's hilarious to see how different. And Luke and I are always like, we're, we're a Dax and Kristen and that's fine. That's just our dynamic. I'm a Dax and Kristen too. We definitely, Jeff and I relate. We'll keep y'all updated on how this this evolves over time. And maybe we we can look up some fun, like relationship advice questions. If we do make this a series, because I think it's, 
it's a big part of life. It's not just all about your own dreams and visions and your career path and your, you know, it's also about how you, who you, who you take along with you. So that's what we wanted to share today. Thanks everyone for listening. Follow along at PS. We have no plan across all social medias and we're on all streaming platforms. We post a new podcast episode every Thursday. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks everybody. See you next week. I woke up in the morning and the sun broke through the open curtains. The birds sang too and they said, this is a dinosaur.